Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. This is number 30-ish something or other, uh, and it's not our... Did we miss a week? No, I thought you guys did it last week. Did we? Oh, I am so proud of us. I'm not interested. It wasn't exactly you know Wednesday. Yeah. You know, here we are on Thursday. But hey, who... No, they... What is today? Today's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. We're just doing it during the day, so it's kind of weird. We're not doing it after I am service. so thrown off right now because I'm not used to doing two consecutive podcasts in two weeks. So. Also, the daylight savings play has a little messed up still. That's, so what, that's it what it is. That's what it is. That's what, yeah, what I'm going to blame it on. But we got Julian, as you can hear. Hello, everybody. And we're excited that, that he is joining us on the podcast, and we're going to cover a little bit of ground here. We're going to talk about a course last week with Boston Sunday School. We're also going to talk about an exciting event that's coming up at the end of April, and we're inviting you, wherever you are, unless you're like in Uganda or something. You're, I mean, you're still welcome. Yeah, you're, you're still welcome. Uganda, I just don't know what COVID restrictions are, are right now, but <laughs> yeah. you are welcome. If you can find a way to get here, we want you here. Yeah. Um, but maybe we should just start with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, why, why save cool. it till the end? So that's our children's ministry workshop coming up at the end of, a, of April, April 29th and 30th. And if you are interested in children's ministry in any capacity whatsoever, I don't care if it's bus ministry, if it's Sunday school, if it's youth ministry, any capacity, yeah. we want you there because I'm just telling you, it, there is so much information. If you if you are if you leave there thinking, man, I didn't learn anything. We're having you teach next year because yeah. it's just like it's it's you, a you must know it all <laughs> seriously. <laughs> There's uh, I'm even encouraging our kitchen staff that just do they those most of them only focus on just that. I'm like go because you may learn something that for, the, you could for those listening. The, the kitchen staff he's referring to is the breakfast team for our our buses and Sunday school kids on Sunday mornings. Yep, <clears throat> but I yeah, encourage everyone in any capacity to go. Absolutely. So some of the sessions we're going to have are uh, specific for Sunday school. Uh, so there will be a path uh, for Sunday school. By path, I mean there's going to be multiple breakouts. But at each one, if you're interested in Sunday school only, there will be a class for you. If you're interested in bus only, there will be a path for you. So typically there's three breakouts most of the time. There might be a few general sessions scattered in there uh, where everybody goes together. Uh, but on those breakouts, you can choose Sunday school, bus, or there's going to be a third kind of wild card one that can fit Maybe both or only you know one. It just depends on on what, how the schedule works out. But we got some really good speakers. We got really Gabe Baker from Chehalis, Washington, and he has the guy is just a superstar in Sunday school. Uh, Darian Jordan from uh, Brother Rick Mayo's church up in Spokane, Washington. So we're heavy in the Washingtons. I'm excited to see you, Darian. Yeah, Darian's cool. He helped us at Summit, the yeah. Kingdom Kids Conference. Uh, of course, Brother Tyler Hodge from Oildale. We're going to have some from our local church from in the lighthouse. We're going to have our crew there again uh, doing a, uh, what do we call it, super churches or super yeah. kids church or something, mm-hmm. um, some variation of that. Um, we'll have a lot of the local SEC churches. Uh, is going to be speaking. Uh, Redland's going to be speaking. Um, uh, anyway, a few others that uh, we invited everybody, but we'll, we'll see who all who all wants to participate in that part of it. But one I'm excited about, and you don't even know about this one yet, Julian. Oh, oh maybe maybe I did. Did I tell you with with Pastor? Anyway, we finally got the green light. Okay, Brother Ryan Gregg from Fresno is going to be there talking about bus ministry, and I am not going to say anything that's going to steal any of his, their thunder. But they have it going on in bus ministry, not just in numbers, not just in uh, amount of vehicles or drivers, but as far as what they do with their kids to take them to the next level is unparalleled. I've never seen, or I've seen very few churches take it to the extent that they have done it. And it's, it's mind blowing, inspiring and humbling all at the same time. I'm excited to hear Brother Greg. That'd be cool. He, he is so passionate about it. He is a soul-winning machine, and we are, we are oh, I'm so pumped that he's going to be there. Yes. So. And, and just to express on why this conference is so big, I remember when I've, it wasn't the first year I went, but I remember one a few years ago, one of the years I went with the attention of learning more for as being a Sunday school teacher. And I left 
wanting to be a Sunday school bus driver. Like I, it was so inspirational to me. I, I remember Brother Chris New was there, and Brother, that was the year Brother Thomas Rome was there, and uh, well, Brother Chris New was talking, and he's talking about bus ministry in Baton Rouge and how they do it. And one of the things that really started to stick out to me was how it's together, how it merges with Sunday school. Sunday school and bus are not two different things, but it's one thing. And it just, it kind of just the light bulb just turned on for me. And I was like, yes. And I remember sitting there thinking of all these people, because I remember they were saying how big their bus ministry was and how many vehicles they have. And I was like, well, I could recruit this person to drive. I could recruit, recruit this person to drive. Thinking of all these people, I could, and then I, as I'm counting, I go, I could drive. Like, why not me? You know, so, and then I remember I told uh, Brother Philip, I told Pastor Booker, and I was like, I'm going to get my license. And the reason why I told you guys is so that you hold me accountable. Because if I didn't tell anyone, it would be so easy just to put swipe it under the rug and never do it. You know, so um, it definitely was a uh, game changer for me in a way to say it that way. But it was, it's so inspirational. You learn so much and you will get a burden that, a new burden or even Absolutely. just to revive something you've already done. I love this seminar. It is the for me, it is the peak of children's ministry <laughs> for me, you know. So yeah. yeah, it is very important. It's neat to see other churches take on children's ministry, their perspective on it. Um, not just how they look at it, but how they actually implement it. Um, it's you get kind of in a rut, kind of the way that that we do things, and and you you kind of have the worldview, whether you implicitly say it or not, that everybody does it this way. Well, they don't. Yeah, and that's so cool that they don't, because if everybody did, it'd be boring, and you'd never learn from anybody. Yeah. <clears throat> so we get to go and hear how Tyler Hodge does it, how Redlands does it, how uh, Chula Vista does it, how uh, Shehalis Washington, how Spokane Washington does it, and, and they get all their perspectives. And all these new ideas that we get to now take home mm-hmm. and put into ours. Yep. And it's just, it. we fill up literally pages after pages after pages of notes. All of our teachers, afterward, we sit down and we think, okay, this was a cool idea I heard. How can we make it work for us? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so exciting because every year... You you just you never stop getting new ideas. Even if uh, you just rub shoulders with really cool people, yes, and you get good contacts. Like me and Eric Strickland, like we have each other's phone numbers. We still talk, and we met last children's seminar. Um, you know, just you make very great cool people. And then like Eric, like he'll just shoot me a text message of something they're doing on the East Coast. Something that's, and then I'm like, man, that's cool. I'm gonna do that here or just. He, you know, he's very, Eric is very uh, creative with uh, his costumes and his characters. And I'm just like, man, that was cool. And I remember. What is it? Billy Two Bibles or Billy like Two Bibles. But remember uh, that Sunday after this children's seminar, he stayed in town and he wore that, like, it looks like spray paint kind of thing. Yeah. The funny hat. We There's still a kid from our bus that would be like, hey, where's that guy with that suit? And I'll be like, man, like he doesn't live around here. But if he's ever back, like I'll tell him he needs to come and say hi to you. That's awesome. So yeah, so it, it, stuff like that makes a huge impact, and it's I, I'm excited. If you guys can't catch that on this podcast, we are excited for this children's seminar. Yeah. I look forward to it every single year. And and I don't I don't want to over overstate the importance of being there in person, but. While we do video it and we do post it online, it's not the same. (laughs) You just you can't get the same feeling. You can't get the same inspiration. You can't get the same nuts and bolts as you can being there in person. Although we do post it, and we want those for those that just simply can't be there. You know, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Where where can they register to get on this? Yeah. So SoCal Commission. It is an SEC or Southern California uh, Commission. Event so uh, socalcommission.com forward slash workshop. But if you just go to socalcommission.com, you'll see it children's ministry workshop 2022. Click on there, register. It's $15 per person. Um, That covers all day Friday, all day Saturday, and uh, a lunch on Saturday is included as well. Um, So, quick uh, schedule starts Friday at noon, registration starts at 11. 11 to noon is registration. Uh, noon is when it kicks off. We have general sessions from noon until four. General sessions meaning no breakouts on Friday. We're going to cover a variety of topics. Typically, Friday is a bit more inspirational than instructional, but not all. Um, there is, and you know, we'll talk about what the why a lot about why we do what we do. Um, the cool thing is now Friday night we get to implement some of the stuff we've learned on Friday, and we have a children's 
service, we invite all the kids of the local area to come. And uh, then everybody that wants to participate in that service, you get hands-on experience. You get <clears throat> thrown into the mix, puppet shows, skits, help teach the lesson, whatever. And you're, you're, you're in the thick of it. Uh, you don't have to, so don't get don't get that deer in the headlights fear of you know I have to do this by myself. You, that will not happen. You will be completely supported. You'll never be alone, and you don't have to do it if you don't want. And then Friday is 10 a.m. till four, and it is a day long of teaching instruction, and you you will you'll probably be really tired when we're done because <laughs> it's a long day especially if you're in tyler hodge's song uh session you will be wiped out because you're exercise a lot of movement a lot yeah. of movement but we're excited about that uh and let's go into sunday yeah let's talk about sunday school so last sunday uh man let's talk about bus we had some cool mm-hmm. stuff happen with bus ministry yeah so Starting off with bus, it was really great. It was um, great because we had double our drivers. We doubled the amount of drivers. Oh that we my had. word! The so, last two or three weeks have been a two or disaster. Three. Yeah. How many? Yeah. How many? We were down from what six drivers to two last the Sunday before last to we had two. two. Yep. Think think about that. If you're listening to this podcast, we have six six buses mm-hmm. and. Two drivers. Two drivers, yeah. And it's kind of hard to drive more than one at a time. They made it work. They made that one work. And then the week before, we only had three. They made that one. I was really stressed out about doing the two, but they made it do. And, I, and when I mean, they didn't mean like, oh, that means they only brought like probably five kids. No, we still brought 40-some kids with two church vehicles and a Trying bunch. Trying to pick up six routes. Yeah, and a That's bunch so of personal cool. vehicles. So, so uh, we, we are pushing... Everybody in the church that that is is even has a, has any interest in driving to take the next step yep. to to don't just think about it do it do it and uh, brother Guillermo has put together a curriculum and he's put together training sessions so now I believe the first time brother Julian am I correct we had twelve yeah twelve twelve people signed up to be drivers mm-hmm. so in addition to the six we already have we have a prospective twelve more yeah. that. Should they complete all the steps, and Guillermo will help them through that, should they all do that, we'll have 18 drivers, that, which would whoo! just mind-blowing. Come on now. I can't wait. <laughs> the, so speaking pessimistically, should it be a third of that, uh-huh. a tenth of it, you know, just a tiny piece of that, yeah. that is going to help so, so much. much. So much. And those 12 people don't have to drive every Sunday. No. You can just nope. be a backup for when somebody's gone. Yeah. Um, it's super cool that he's doing that class because he's breaking it down every time. they. So they arrive here on Monday nights, and it's about an hour long, and he'll walk them through a pre-trip, like how to do that for the DMV. He'll talk about the parts and the nuts and the bolts of really just the testing. He talks about how where to go and get Like everything's being handed to them. I know next week he's only going to talk about air brakes with those that are interested in doing that for their uh, commercial license. And it's it's i know a couple of them have been really consistent i don't know what the numbers are if it's still 12 but i saw there was a big group around a bus the other day they were all looking i know people's work schedule not everyone could be there every time but we still got a good crowd showing up and i am excited for just getting drive because it is so stressful mm-hmm. every weekend or midweek i start texting people hey are you going to be here or are you not and i'm starting to figure out routes and which routes can we combine which routes could maybe they could borrow cars. Like we, if you own a van, we're like, hey, uh, can we borrow your van on Sunday? <laughs> you know, go pick yeah. up some kids. Just you know. But last Sunday or a couple of days ago, we had five of our drivers available. One was out of town, so we had basically we were able to cover all of our routes with our church buses and vans, which was yeah. exciting. <clears throat> uh, no mechanical problems when we started the buses, which is always a great feeling when I get out there and they all start with no issues, yeah. which thank you to Brother Guillermo for yes. taking care of those buses <clears throat> for us. Part of it, we're a victim of our own excitement with, with bus ministry. What I mean is the second we get a new driver, we start a new route. Right. Yeah. We're, we're excited. Uh-huh. We're pumped yeah. up. And, and, and I love that level of excitement, but... When that driver's not there, yeah, we're short. Yeah, but it's better to start a route and get it right. get the wheels rolling mm-hmm. than to wait until you have a backup driver. So we use every driver we have. Okay. Like there, I would love to say we have a rotating schedule where where you know if you're a driver you get to drive a week, sit a week. 
that ain't happening. Yeah. Well, there was a time when we had enough drivers, and I would try to rotate them. And mm-hmm. some of the guys, they didn't want brakes. So, no, I want to drive. Well, so part, was, part of that was we didn't have a lot of vehicles yeah. to, 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 for everybody to drive. Mm-hmm. But now we do. Yeah. And now, in fact, we have a vehicle sitting every single week just waiting for that first driver to graduate. Yep. No. So it makes me sick to see it. But... <laughs> Yeah. And if and if and if you're you're out there like like looking at us poor Californians and thinking you pitiful people just jump in and drive the dumb bus yeah. right uh, <laughs> we're in California and I'm telling you it doesn't work that way around no. here like the whole church would be in some serious wicked trouble and yeah. it's not worth having your entire bus ministry shut down for you know letting a bus be driven by someone without a commercial yeah. license so. Anyway, yeah. that's 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 why we take yeah. that stance. So, yeah. so uh, after starting up the buses, I pulled them up in the morning and had them ready to go. We had our bus meeting um, that went really well. We announced our we did a little contest uh, over the last few months of whoever brought the most visitors, and so it was just kind of just get everyone amped up and going again. This was like kind of like really kicking off the year. And uh, we had some great turnouts from that, which I think we could talk about that all podcast long about the Absolutely. all the families that started coming, the kids that were baptized, the, you know, all kinds of great stuff that came out of that contest. Besides, you know, so we announced who the winner was in the morning session. It was the Green Route. They did a great job. <clears throat> Green Route is just a strong team. They are. They they are in a neighborhood that we've saturated for. A long, long time. And so there's not one door there that doesn't know who we are. Yeah. So they do have a little bit of a benefit, but they work hard. Oh, yeah. They are just, there they're One Sunday, they brought really 30 new kids <clears throat> on one Sunday. Like, they had, they brought, I think their numbers were in the 40s, like, that day. And I'm just like, where did you guys find all these kids from? So but that was really cool. They work hard, but they got pushed, too, because yeah. Orange was after them. They Orange sure was would. chasing them. Uh-huh. Sister Leia and Sister Bree Hinckley. Um. And it, yeah. Has it ever has it ever occurred to you? Have you looked at all of our bus captains and see how few guy bus captains we have? We have very few guy. Yeah, like that's you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I don't know of anymore. I that think is, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So I was going through that list, going, "Oh my, our guys need to step up a little yeah. bit." You know, so when <laughs> we get so these funny. new and not step up and take the place of these ladies because they're doing a phenomenal uh, job. Start a route. Start a route. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. So, uh, we got some 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 ladies that are just they're leading the way for the guys yeah, right now, which yeah. is which is great. They're killing it. Um, so, Bree and Bree and Leah, they're in San Bernardino, and the route's always been healthy. You know, it's never been struggling per se, but man, they've kicked it into a new gear. Yeah, and they're, they're doing some some neat stuff that goes way beyond bus ministry. Mm-hmm. Now it's just ministry. Um, why don't we talk about what Leia's doing? Yeah, with, so, with that so, little girl. Yeah, so she, when Sister Leia told me in, initially when she wanted to join bus ministry, me and Kim were really excited because we know Sister Leia as a person and how like how much love she has just for people. So when she love for she, people, maturity, strength, burden, yep. and, and solid, responsible. If she said she's going to do something, you don't even have you can just cross off your list. It's yep, done. It's done. <clears throat> and. She so she uh, we plugged her in with the orange route, and uh, when she got to that route, she just fell in love with those kids, and she has gone above and beyond her really her duties as a captain. She makes sure that they're picked up every Sunday, of course, that they're ready to go. That she does outreach, but during the week, she does things like tutor, like school tutor kids. To make sure that they're successful human beings. She does Bible studies for them. I'm pretty sure I've heard quite often. Like she gets them, picks them up and goes and feeds them pizza and takes them out to eat. Like I've seen random pictures of just them in their bus ride at Chick-fil-A. Like, you know. Between Bree and Leah, they'll pick those kids up. Many, many services. It's -hmm. it's more rare that they're not there than when they are. And they bring them to uh, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Those kids are, you'll see them running the aisles or on the front row, uh, down in the altar praying. It's 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 exciting. Mm-hmm. But on that tutoring thing, I just heard that the little girl that, that Leah is tutoring, and <clears throat> I, I don't know a lot of the details, but I know it wasn't too good. Like I guess the, the teacher was telling, telling her parents that 
it, she could be kicked out of the school, not kicked out, but moved to a, yeah. a different school just because she wasn't performing. She she was doing really bad on her tests, like failing everything, like horribly failing, like barely getting anything right. Leah worked with her for one month, and the mom called Leah and said, "I cannot believe what's happening." She said she has been getting hundreds on almost every test she's taking. She can so now cool. read words, which this is a big deal. And uh, she, she said, I don't know what you're doing, but thank you. Thank you for what you guys are doing. And, and I guess the mom was saying, I cannot believe how much you guys really care. Yeah. And that, that's that's how you show them you care. And, and <clears throat> I, just to say, because I sister Leah, we know her schedule is not empty. It doesn't like, oh, she must not be doing anything else. She'll like go to work, go tutor, go teach Bible quizzing, go back and uh do outreach throughout the week and like she is busy all the time so it's not like she just oh well she has nothing else to do and decided to do it she carved out the time for that the girl to make sure that yep. she doesn't get kicked out of school that that i mean that's that's ministry that's yep. what it's all about right there and, you know and besides like okay that's so sister Leia is doing a super good job and uh also you know just what brother lee did with one of the boys on his route He's, this little boy wanted to get baptized. Oh, yes. But the <clears throat> grandparents were like, I don't know. They just not fully understanding what baptism is. They, you know, So they had a very different like perspective on it than obviously what the Bible says. And so, well, one of the problem was is that she's, the parents are Spanish speaking. So we had a hard time trying to talk to her and explain to her while Brother Lee went down there with his wife, who's fluent in Spanish, and had a Bible study with her. On a Saturday, and then that, uh, so the grandma and the, the cool thing is they didn't go up to the door and say, "Hey, can we have a Bible study with you?" They started talking. They they, they were like ninja Bible studiers. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. said, uh, "You know, we just want to talk about it. that he got the Holy Ghost and and, and uh, now he want, you know he wants to get baptized." And they said, "Yeah, well, you know, we just don't aren't sure about the early commitment. He's pretty young." And it wasn't like they said, well, we could give you a Bible study on that. They yeah. just said, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. And they yeah. went inside and sat down with the family. And after a few minutes, they're like, okay, we'll all go down there and watch him get baptized. Yep. And it they, was the coolest yeah. thing. And so that boy was super excited. You know, you, you should have seen the smile. On his oh, face we got a picture that oh. is just awesome. He got baptized. He had the biggest smile on his face, his parents and his family. He's been wanting to get his family at church for a long time, trying to get them to come to family days and things like that. But he finally, they finally came, and he was so excited. So it's just, I mean, everyone just going above and beyond for yep. people on their routes. It's absolutely amazing. It's so cool. You know, sometimes you can do bus ministry for a long time and not see the immediate fruit. And, and I've said it myself so many times, it's a long-term ministry. But it's easy to say it, yeah. and it's super easy to get discouraged because you're not seeing immediate results. <clears throat> I mean, immediate in the terms of years. Right. After two or three years, and you're still not seeing like families on the pew that you won, even after many of them have got the Holy Ghost, but yet they've somehow drifted, and you're just like, I, we're not seeing it. And it can get really frustrating, like yeah. really frustrating. But you know it's the right thing to do. You know you're doing the right thing. But we're starting to see the fruit. We are. <clears throat> we're seeing it now. So we were just talking to Pastor about all the families or the people, not not just families, but, but individuals and, and, and couples and uh, a mom with her son and different all throughout the church now that are a direct result of bus ministry. Yeah. In fact, two families that we mentioned in the last podcast are here from bus ministry and never have ridden a bus, not once, yep. but they came from bus outreach. Yeah. So um, as part of that, on Sunday morning, we had a, a young man show up at the church, and Brother Julian, I guess he yeah. – y- did you meet him first? Yeah, he was walking up, and I just saw him. I just, I just happened to – he looked like he didn't really know where he was going. He, he knew where he was going, though. So I was just like, hey, like – he was. it was 9 o'clock. Service doesn't start till 10. So I went up, and I was like, hey, like, can I help you? Like, are, you are you trying to get to church? And he's like, do you remember me? And I kind of just looked at him like – I. I'm sorry, what's your name again? And he goes, and he told me his name. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I kind of remember you being in my Sunday school classroom. I wasn't on bus ministry at this point. I was like, I, I kind of remember the name. I was like, how are you? Like, you know, and so he started talking. And this boy has been through a lot now. He's now an adult, 19 years old, 18, something like that. And he has been through a, a bad car accident where he lost his arm. 
looked like he was on a trach for a while. He has the scars and everything. He has been through it, a bad accident. He also, his mom passed away. His grandma passed away from COVID. These, he had just a rough, rough time. But he knew, even though he wasn't immediately living in this town no more, he lives a couple towns over, he knew that he could drive to this church, and he knew he wanted to come here. And yeah. he made his way back. I'll, I, oh, my goodness. Well, when you came in and said, do you know a boy named uh-huh. <clears throat> So I. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and you just said, "I'm just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not not the same as you remember." I ran out there, and it was the same same guy, but but obviously he's been through a lot. But oh my goodness, Julian! I wonder how many times I knocked on his door. There's no telling. Yeah, I, there's no telling. Me, Logan, sometimes Riley and Tristan would go knock on his door and talk to his mom. Uh, I had a really good connection with her. Um, to the point where I remember one day she, she was saying that she wanted to pay tithes and she didn't have anyone to pay it to so she can pay it to our church. Well, it's kind of a weird situation. you know. Right. We don't want them to ever get the impression that that's what that's we're after. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we, anyway, got, we, we were very, very careful. But, I mean, that's the kind of connection we had. It, you know, she was just a really neat lady. Well, the boy was super athletic, played basketball for his local school, and, uh, you know, they thought, he had prospects, and so they moved him to another city, and that was really kind of the last we saw of him. Um, they moved him so he could do better. Well, I was seeing some some clips of him playing ball, and, and he was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he. Uh, I caught wind that he had a, a, a for the accident a scholarship that was a hundred percent paid for before the accident. Yeah, he was good for to get a full ride. You have to be pretty good, and so yeah. he had it. Well, I have pictures of him playing ball with us, you know, mm-hmm. on the on the playground. Well, anyway, he he comes in, and his life is, uh, for no no other way to put it, just just turned upside down, That's completely shaken. Everything that could be shaken mm-hmm. was shaken. He lost his mom, like you said. He, he's he's his his body's been through a lot, <clears throat> and like you said, of all the places. Mm-hmm. He knew where to come. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the fruit yep. growing. The seeds that we planted is never, never wasted. He was telling Sister Erica, so Sister Erica Booker was like, um, how did you how did you hear about us again? What made, did someone invite you? What was it? And she, he said, I never forgot this place. And so she, he knew to come back. And while he lives kind of far away, so they were trying to give him like other churches that are nearby. And he's like, oh, no. I'll be making my way back here. This is going to be my church. So we're going to work on like making sure he gets rides here all the time. Um, that um, you know that we take care of him. And yeah. yeah, it's just it, the, the cool crazy. thing to me is is he came and he was calling people by name. He said, "Where's Brother Ronnie?" <clears throat> that was his bus driver. Brother Ronnie was the one that went in the water with him to be baptized. Because oh, I don't know if we mentioned he got baptized, yeah, yeah. but he couldn't he couldn't get down into the into the water and uh so ronnie helped him down there and he he you know basically got baptized with him more or less he named he named brother ronnie he he knew he knew you so i was like hey do you remember the philip he was like yeah i remember the philip and i was like well let me go get him obviously and then you were saying he named a couple other bus workers that were on his destiny Destiny, uh, he he knew isaiah very well yeah he knew uh caleb and alex and ashley um, he kept asking. I'm pretty sure it was about Nathaniel Cowan. He couldn't remember his name, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's who he was asking for. Yeah. After the after it took a while because I couldn't. I can't think who is he talking about. Yeah. I'm almost positive it's Nathaniel. Yeah. And he so that service, uh, Brother Michael Barry preached, and the, the, the title, the sermon, just tied tied in so well with yeah. this moment. Yeah. And he, he decided he wanted to get baptized. And he got baptized at the end of service, as you were talking about, and that was just the coolest thing to see. Oh my goodness! So cool. So Seeing it the, does it mm-hmm. does come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's not the only one that has came back within the last. You know, we we talked about. There's a guy who has reached out to me. I don't know if he's came yet, but he said he used to ride the bus a long time ago. He's trying to make his way back. Uh, we've had other kids come back and get the Holy Ghost. Just and, a few you know, weeks so, ago, yeah, that, yeah, that boy came back, and, and it's just God <clears throat> is good, and God, you know, we're just awesome. we're seeing it, you know. And it is what's so crazy cool. is that that boy that we've been talking about, and I, I I hope you understand how I'm saying this. He was just one of the group. 
Mm-hmm. Like he, he didn't stand out spiritually from any of the others as far as like he wasn't the one that was always in the altar praying or <clears throat> showing any strides spiritually. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you understand how I'm saying that. The reason I'm bringing that up is we didn't think he was getting it. Right. You know, he, we never, we didn't see a, an immediate change. We never saw him get the Holy Ghost. We never saw any of that happen. And he left. And we honestly, like, if if you had asked me, I'm gonna be like, well, I just maybe we didn't reach him. Yeah. You know, we tried. We tried for years. He came for a long time. Yeah. Um, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> you might have seen him as just a kid who's there for the basketball and the pizza party. Yeah. You know, but and that's probably why he was there. Yeah. In fact, I remember his mom making him go several times. Yeah. When he did not want to go, yeah. Um, but it still works. Mm-hmm. It's it just works. It just works. You think you may not be reaching them, but you are. Yeah, but you are. And so, so cool. um, well, this Sunday we brought. I think our total number was like forty-four that we picked up on all six routes. Um, kind of small, but well, what a surprise with post COVID. Well, that's right. Daylight savings yeah. time was an hour switch, so half the kids were asleep. Yep. My route was pretty small, and I know it's because there's a lot of doors we knocked, and there was just no answer at all. Not even a no, just asleep. <laughs> so we know, and we had a couple people tell me like I totally forgot daylight savings. I didn't yeah. set my clock forward or whatever. So <clears throat> and we've not totally bounced back from COVID yet. No, In fact, no. there's many bus ministries that we've talked to. Just like, are you back where you were? And most of them are not not not, right. not even close so anyway but, yeah <clears throat> but so, we're gonna get there mm-hmm. so with bus ministry i think that was, that's about it i mean we're yep. uh I, one thing i was if i could add uh we are ramping up a greeting team so that's where uh, a team that will greet the buses as they pull up it'll be a, a group of people who are there there to collect info but they're also there to make sure that the kids are welcomed you know they're like they we, we feel want like them they to feel the like mvp yeah the us. most important person in town when they step yep. off the bus we literally have a red carpet they step on <clears throat> they step under a a banner they have this big blow-up thing that's going nuts next to them mm-hmm. there's a balloon arch most of the time there's uh you know people in the future that this is all happening happening but yeah. in the future we want that greeting team back the way it used to be yeah. where they have uh, balloons and they're just waving them and high-fiving them and just patting them on the back and just tell them we're so happy you're here and it was there was there was you know 10 15 of them mm-hmm. welcoming every child that came off the bus yeah. i was thinking about how that dwindled and i think part of it is before we were only running one or two buses you know we were running two and so you had a much more condensed group of people here at the church. So when one bus came, they would greet the next. Yeah. Uh, and now we were so split up with these multiple routes, which is awesome. I mean, it's part of it. It's growth. <clears throat> but but it also means we're scattered. Yeah. <laughs> and so we don't have that dense. We got people who are joining bus ministry and they're just wanting to do the greeting team. I love so it. I think, I think that's it's phenomenal. Really help. I think that's so. what we have to do now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's cool. So our schedule for Sunday school, once mm-hmm. we got the kids here, we fed them breakfast, uh, let them play outside. We had the bounce houses. Noe got that out, by the way. Yep. Thank yeah. you, Noe. Uh, forgot to put it back, but it's okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I messed with you tonight. Um, but we tried, but it was too heavy. Those so. things are monsters. If you've never moved a jumper by yourself, you, you don't understand the pain and yeah. agony. And if you could do it, you're a beast. Oh. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so. You have to roll them. There's no There's way to no carry way. them. They no. probably weigh, what, 300 pounds? Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. So we, I, I know he tried, but it was like we were about to watch the baptism that I totally forgot afterwards. So Yeah, but. We, yeah we came running over because we found out he was being uh-huh. baptized. Um, so we were talking about how God can speak through anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's based on the story of Moses and the burning bush, but not isolated to that. And we started off with an intro by Bree. It was supposed to be Sarah Toronto, but I don't think she was feeling well. So yeah. Danny filled in for her. Mm-hmm. And Bree was Bree. Yes. She was very Bree. I was very surprised. Like, it caught me off guard. Like, what? So the topic was God could speak to you through anything. So she's standing behind the 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 uh, like the our little. Uh, this is on video, is by the way. We're going to be sharing this yes. on YouTube pretty quick. That's but. right. But she's. <clears throat> I remember I was setting stuff up, and I just see her standing behind the, the little stage thing, and she's just talking. I'm like, "What is she doing? I'm trying to catch on. What is she doing? I'm not getting it yet." And she's just talking in a deep voice. Hello, and try- Danny. Yeah. And I, we're like. 
Well, she comes out and she now she has a bucket on her head. She's trying to speak through this bucket, and she said, "If I use," she goes, "Our topic is if God could speak to you through anything." So I figured, if I use the voice of God, I too can speak to any through anything. We were like, "What? How did you come up with this?" I remember just standing there, like, "If it sounds complicated, us explaining it, it was more complicated in person, but it was hilarious. It was very funny. She had like this tube thing. She was talking, and you just hear like, yeah. And Danny is like, Bree, what are you doing? She's like, I'm speaking through anything, and she kept picking up different stuff, and it was so bizarre and hilarious. It was very funny." Uh, what, what was ironic is on the schedule I put in there in parentheses no chickens allowed <laughs> yeah. rubber or otherwise there, because she kept insisting she was going to use rubber chickens I can't imagine it being any more weird than what she did yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I <laughs> wish I had to do the rubber chicken <laughs> I should have I apologize uh, Bri I have wronged you and yeah, I apologize that's funny. then we did the Planet of <clears throat> Salvation chant by brother Danny Torado yep uh, we're we, we've said this before, but the whole purpose is to drive home the kind of church we are. So if we get a kid that's there one time, maybe they'll leave. And that's the only thing they remember is the repent and we're baptized in Jesus' name. Spoken tongue to the Holy Ghost came. There's only one God. This is true. His name is Jesus through and through. We're saved like in the book of Acts. That's the only way. And that's a fact. Um, there's a little bit more, but that's that's pretty yeah. much it. We we're, that also will be in the video. So if you're curious on how we do that, you can watch that on the YouTube video that will be posted yep. soon. So that's cool. Um, then we went into our memory verse. So we're actually starting to uh, do apostolic memory verses now. Now it's one thing to do a memory verse. Everybody does memory verses, right? right? But we're trying to think if if at the end of a year, what verses do we want these kids to come out knowing? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, ideally, there would be a you know a, a, a hundred verses right, that they yeah. know. But really, if we teach them a verse on a Sunday, what are the odds of them actually remembering it? Because I know through Bible quizzing that if you learn it once, you're probably going to forget it pretty quick unless you review it. Okay. Yep. And if unless you review it several times, it'll never stay uh, stuck. And so we we thought, what if we just focused on one verse for an entire month? The entire month is one verse. And we did that 12 times. At the end of the year, they would have 12 verses with them in a perfect world forever. Mm-hmm. That's what we're after. And we'll repeat those 12 verses yeah. over and over because they're 12 really good verses. Yeah. Um, but the verses, um, uh, let's see. So we'll do them for four weeks at a time. I'm trying to pull this out. That's why I'm sounding distracted, Brother Julian. Uh, where's my banner? Well, I do know last Sunday we started off with Acts 2.38. That was the first verse that we did. So yes. most of our church kids could already quote that. But you know what? I don't take it for granted. So I, would I found assume it. some of them won't be able to, or don't know how to. So yeah. that was the first one we did. And then what are the other lists we got? Acts chapter or Ephesians 4, 5, and 6. One Lord with faith and baptism. One God and Father of all. Deuteronomy 6.4. John 3.5. Acts 4.12. Acts 1.8. Jeremiah 29.3. 13, 2 Corinthians 5.19, Colossians 2.9, John 14.9, Acts 9.5, and Psalm 101.3. Yes. These are teaching everything from <clears throat> repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, gifts of the Holy Ghost, holiness, uh, uh, one God. Uh, anyway, it covers a lot of ground. Yeah. If they learn these 12 verses, they can pretty much do a mini Bible study on any subject mm-hmm. or, or on any doctrinal subject. Yeah. Why do you believe there's one God? Well, Ephesians 4 or 5 says. Yeah, Ephesians so. 4 or 5 says that. Or uh, how about uh, John 14, 9, have I been so long time yep. with you? Um, Colossians 2, 9, for in him dwelleth all the fullness yep. of the Godhead yep. bodily. 2 Corinthians 5, 19, to it that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. himself. All of these are part of this 12 verses. Um, so, you know, we're, we're experimenting. We've never done this before. We don't know if it's going to work, but we're trying it. And we got four weeks to teach them. Some of these verses are long. We yeah. know that, but we got four weeks to do it. So maybe we teach half for two weeks and the second half for two weeks. Yeah. That's what we're doing with the books of the Bible. Yep, which is the next thing we're going to talk about. Yep. So the books of the Bible, we're learning it along with the song, the Bible book, 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 the Bible book, bop. Bible book, Bible. Uh, go fish. Go fish, yes. So uh, Delaney typically leads that, and it's good to have, I think, I, I, in this case, I, I don't want to put her, I don't want to shoehorn her in, in this rut, 
Yeah. But I think she's probably the best person to continue this until we're done <clears throat> because uh, she's not only good at it, not only knows the song, not only knows the melody, but I think the kids associate her with the song. And I think they'll learn better by getting the same voice over and over. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, She knows it very well. She does it a cappella. I mean, she does it with, along with the music. Yep. She does a really good job. So it's good. So we just hit the end of the Old Testament. We just finished that uh, last Sunday. We've been going for, is this our fourth week probably? Roughly. Yeah, probably for it, yeah. So we were to the end of the Old Testament, and of course the new is a lot shorter, so hopefully another two will be done, mm-hmm. and then we can sing the whole song and have Slurpee Sunday. Yeah, Slurpee Sunday. Now. And then the re- another thing is that any kid that could come up to us and quote all the books of the Bible. I don't care if they any, sing it to us. We don't quote, care. It, quote it, sing it, whatever. Which, by the way, last Bible quiz and tournament, there was this kid that sang a verse. Did you hear about that? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was my nephew. No, he did it too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was somebody else. Oh, yeah, Chris did it. Oh, did he? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was him that I thought it was Peyton. For he some reason. he sang uh, <clears throat> Proverbs six six. Huh. Oh, go to the end, thou sluggard! Like, yeah, it was very funny. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, whatever. How she memorized the verse, and uh, he uh, so. And any kid that comes and tells us the verses, we will give them a Bible, a very nice Bible. That, yeah, so um, we normally give out uh, – I understand how I'm saying this – cheap Bibles. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the the least expensive ones we can find usually at the Dollar Tree and I guess the Dollar Twenty Five Tree. And we'll give those out to every kid that shows up for their first time, mm-hmm. which is good, except it appears based on – you know what what we've witnessed that they don't appreciate them or take care of them much or really care right which which is a total shame they just don't know what they've been given right and so we figure we're going to try this see if by earning it by singing this song by learning the books of the bible now they're going to get not a cheapo dollar tree bible they're going to get a nice bible Mm -hmm. if they learn all the books of the bible and that I think they'll cherish. Like yeah. the one that you got. Yep. How long I, ago was that? I was nine, so I'm 31 now. So. And you got that in Sunday school, and you earned it, right? Yep, I earned it by doing all the books of the Bible. There you go. And I still have it, and I <laughs> actually I don't let my kids touch it. <laughs> it's very special to me, so like, absolutely put it away and store it. But um, that, yeah, so I think that's going to be really cool. We'll see what happens, though. It's another thing. It's one of those experiments. You know, we'll see. <laughs> yep. you know, maybe we'll tweak it a little bit. So Then we went into an action song. This was a de- very different action song it was more like a worship song with action mm-hmm. um, it was open the eyes of my heart lord uh brother bob lee and jared Rowell jr did that and uh it it really ushered in a spirit of worship all those songs do mm-hmm. um and we'll get to the second song and we'll, t- we'll talk about yeah. the kids response um after that mini object lesson brother lee mm-hmm. he had his uh he talked about a story I, I loved. Hiking. I loved how he brought out the Bible. He said, "This is going to be the oh, yeah. greatest object lesson you've ever seen." I yeah. was like, "Wow, those are some those are some big statements yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. a guy that's blown a hole in this." Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, "Well, I didn't say it was going to be the greatest object lesson. I said the greatest object of a lesson." Yes. And so and he's, he's talking like, about the, the Bible, Bible, how how it is the best. Uh, it's yeah, anyway the the most powerful objects in the world. And so basically, what he did is he talked about this hiking story. Him and his brother in law went on this hike, and he said it got sketchy. He was on. He said it was basically straight up and down. He's in a spot. He goes, "I'm not an avid hiker." His brother in law is, and he's like, "I am literally like holding myself between two rocks, and it's probably a fifty foot drop below him and he said it is getting scary and he goes i thought for sure i'm gonna fall to my death right now he's like well man well his brother-in-law who's a very good hiker managed to get down and managed to well his brother-in-law was pretty freaked out as well he was even though he's such a good hiker he said he was very nervous and they're like perched on this tiny ledge backs against the wall thinking we could die at any moment and he decides that's his moment when he who was lost at the time yeah you know he was attending a church but not even not even mm-hmm. doing much of what that church yeah. <laughs> required like he wasn't a very good christian uh, he was not part of this church at the right. time and he uh, was trying to witness to his brother-in-law saying, if we died right now, would you be saved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Well, he, they managed to get out of that situation. And so he said he went home. And was and, inspired. And, and was inspired to pull this Bible that's been sitting on the bookshelf since they've been married. So he goes and he pulls it off the shelf. 
and he opens it. He says, look, this Bible has never been opened before. And he just manages to open it up, and there's a page that's creased and aiming to a verse. And he's like, he's like, well, I, I'm going to start from the beginning of the chapter. And he starts reading from the beginning of the chapter. Then he gets to where the crease is full, and the verse that is pointed at is like, I, I wish I remember exactly the verse, but it talks about, like, don't be foolish. And It, it, it said, why should you die before you your time? Yes. And he's like looking at that going, that was a coincidence, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? So. And then it goes on to say, you know, just basically about the importance of salvation. So he was inspired by that to read his Bible more. And so he used that to talk about how God can speak through anything, including his word. Mm-hmm. He took a scary situation, which led him to the word of God, which led him to that verse. And he said, it's still crazy that that crease was right on that verse. It's just amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> And then after that, Delaney did a game, and she did that telephone game where you have a line of kids. You whisper a message into the first one's ear, and they pass the message down the line to the last person, and the last person tells what they heard. Mm -hmm. And typically, it's nowhere near what the first one was told. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, that's exactly what happened. However, there was kind of a wrinkle that you you were talking about at the beginning. Where the kids didn't want to wait to tell tell the kids. There's the awkwardness of like, hey, okay, now tell him and they were just like looking at you like i don't want to tell him what you said <laughs> like like no that's the point of the game is you need to share it to each other and they yeah it, it was kind of rough to get them going and um yeah it was we tried it once we're like oh okay all right nope that's wrong and that's the point of the story <laughs> you know i was like yeah, yeah but the was, message that finally came out was wildly different it, it was so they talked about god can speak through anything and uh, uh, how did she liken that? I, I'm kind of missing the the scenario there. I, I forgot. Oh well, she just. I think she she did tie it like you know God could speak to us through anything, and then he talked about um, why am I drawing a blank? Jesus would speak to. It's like speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. And so anyway, um, he she tied in that story with it, and then as they were trying to play the game, they were supposed to pass it along towards the end. So. <clears throat> Got it. Uh, then we did a puppet show, and I had my favorite puppet. His name is Freddy, and mm-hmm. he is really annoying. Very. <laughs> yeah, no, real, for real. So what's cool, though, is this is the first time we've used our brand new. Ooh, yes. Cut we the, cut it in the backdrop. Yeah, well, you that was it. exciting. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. So you made a little like a hole or a square so we could do a puppet show out of it. So it was really cool that we used it because a lot of kids saw it, and they were like, why is that hole there? And I was like, well, you're going to see why. And then we did a puppet show. It went really well. It's between you and Brother Lee. And it was hilarious. Like, I was standing up there, and you did a really good job at being like, really very annoyed. Irritating. With that but um, He's got a high, squeaky voice, and he yeah. talks like this. So what it was, it was a little boy who um, basically God is trying he's to mad. speak to him through all these. Yeah, he's mad. He starts off mad. Go ahead. Actually, you tell the story. You'll, you'll Boy, he's, he's been out of shape because God won't talk to him. That's right. He's God won't really talk to him. upset. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, everyone carries on full-blown conversations with God, but not him. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking about how he's praying, and he says, you know, God and nothing. Yeah. He's like, uh, God, talk to me. Nothing. And so he's he's mad, and he's telling Brother Lee about it. And Brother Lee said, well, he'll talk to you. No, he's not. Yes, he, yes, he'll talk. No, he's not. And so the, the puppet is very argumentative and doesn't let Brother Lee get a word out hardly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we go through different scenarios. And finally, Brother Lee goes, fine. Okay, okay, okay. I give. What was your week like? And the puppet starts telling about these weird coincidences that have happened all week long. And the first one was about how he went to bed upset. He was very mad. And, uh, you know, his parents are fighting and his sister is messing with them and he's not doing good in school. So he's mad. He's really mad. And his teacher had told him to read his Bible when he's mad. So he did. He opened it up and he said, Brother Lee, the weirdest coincidence happened. They opened it. Ephesians 4.26, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Be angry and sin not. He's like, I just wish God would talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Brother Lee's like, God did talk to him. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. And so every time Brother Lee tries to explain that God's using his word to talk to him, this puppet is just, nope, just, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Finally, Brother Lee's like, 
Yeah. Fine. And I think Brother Lee was getting a little heated. Yeah, he, he, may, he may not have admitted it, but he seemed like he was he getting a little, a little annoyed <laughs> by the puppet. And then uh, I, I love the scenario where, like, uh, the one where, like, no one likes me or I, I, no one knows who I am. So I turned on my music and I turned on Spotify and the song came on. I am not forgotten. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> How come God doesn't speak to me? Why doesn't God speak to me? <laughs> yeah. And Brother Lee's like, well, God does use in... No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Are you saying God owns Spotify? <laughs> goes, well, kind of. Yeah. So where did you get that puppet show? We just made it up. You just made it up. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, That's we, cool. We wrote it uh, Saturday night. And you ought to see the, the script. It's like five lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, God talks through here I'll pull it up real quick <laughs> it's pretty pitiful that um, so funny I thought you guys might have downloaded it from somewhere you guys found it and just improvised it a little bit no but there is there is have you heard of the skit guys yes I love the skit guys they're yeah. hilarious yeah so there's these two guys that do all kinds of skits and one of them has a character called Little Johnny you know what it, you had the voice of Little Johnny when okay. you were first practicing it during the puppet Show not so much, but I, I mean, my you, voice drifts. Like I can start somewhere and I'll end up somewhere else. Yeah, but okay. that's who I was mimicking because his little Johnny is so funny. Yes, he's hilarious. Like, he de- he's that you can't very, touch me. <laughs> yeah. He's that very argumentative little kid. Yeah, brat. Okay, and I was that's who I was. Imitating. This make that makes that's so the script. Sense. Oh wow! It's like <laughs> through his word, feeling angry, randomly open Bible verse. Through nation and creation, chaos walked and heard the birds, wind, flowers. Through other saints. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, wow. Yeah. That's, that's the script. Wow. But well, no, it, it was very it was good. Funny. It was funny. The kids were busting up. They were really engaged during that part. What's funny is from you know, behind the stage, because we are the puppet thing is there's a curtain between me and the puppet. Mm-hmm. And of course, between me and the audience, I can't see anything. Yeah. I can't see a thing. I can kind of vaguely see the puppet ish. So I don't, I don't have any beat on reaction unless I can hear it in my mic. You know, I'm loud enough where I can't hear anything. So yeah, I just don't know. Well, I, I was, know, was out there. I was looking, and the kids were engaged. They were laughing. Good. It was really good. So the whole point was this kid has been talked to all week by God. He's ignored every way that God's tried to talk to him. And unless God speaks to him in an audible voice, he's not going to be happy. Yeah. And at the end, Brother Lee finally was able to get through to him that God does speak. He just may not speak in the way you want him to. But he'll speak in the way you need. Yeah. You just have to be ready to listen. Yeah. And so that was that. And then you did the final lesson. And you did, man, brother, you, you covered some ground. Yeah, but first we did a worship song. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that was Brother Lee again. Yep. He, it was a new song. I'd never even heard the song before. Yeah. What was it called again? Speak to Me. Speak to Me. And we're going to butcher this name. So if you are a fan of this singer, don't get I'm mad sorry. at me because I'm, I'm just... I'm just a, a, a thug. Uh, so it's Carrie Joby or Job or I don't know if the E's silent. It could be Yabe. Yabe? Uh, no, no. Yabe. <laughs> uh, it's it's called Speak to Yobi. Me. Yobi. And it's just a pretty song uh, yeah. about, about God talking to us. And, and right before, because we've been having a lot of prayer going on at the school. And there's so Brother Lee said, and what I mean is by the Christian school. And he said, those of you that are in my wife's class, you guys have been praying a lot lately. Let's let's pray right now. You guys know how to touch it. I and wish I could describe what, what you're talking about, the prayer in school. Yep. Julian, I walked in one day for the, to the church office, and there is a roar. I mean, it is a shout coming out of that Spanish this sanctuary. This is what grades, too? Probably, I think they're young. Third, young. third and fourth or something like that? Probably. Yeah, they're I little they're kids. Young. Yeah. I mean, the oldest of them, like uh, Camelia was in there, and she's she's ten, yeah, eight? no, eleven, uh, yeah, she, no, no, she's way younger, younger, yeah. Well, they're they're young, they're younger, she's and I, I I stick my head in there, and these kids are not messing around, yeah, they're like praying. they are, they are really praying it down. I mean, mm-hmm. it was powerful. So during the song, they all tapped in, and there was just kids all throughout the. Even kids that aren't in the classroom, they just joined in and started praying and everything. Literally, Brother Lee said, you kids that know how to pray, I want you to tap in right now. And it, it was like a mm. light switch, and mm-hmm. it erupted. Tears come down. People it wasn't fake. Oh, you no. can't fake that. Mm-mm. And so I was, I, I think you felt the same way. I was kind of like, should we even do the final lesson? Let's just roll this into an altar call. But 
uh, it we were we still did the final lesson, and then well, it, the, it, it, the, and the thinking still, the thinking was Julian it, is that it was powerful enough that that it wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't going anywhere. And I wanted you to talk to him. I wanted you to give him that. I, I didn't want to, because the whole point is God can speak to anything. And I wanted you to give the final culmination, bring it all together. Uh, all I, these bits and pieces that we've done. It doesn't make sense really. I mean, it did, but but it tied it. You needed to tie it all together. And that was my Kind of put a bow on it. And I knew those kids were ready. Yeah. Like they would go right back into prayer. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, my final lesson, uh, speaking on... God can speak to you through anything. When I started off, I started off by bringing out the object lesson, Moses in the burning bush with the uh, steel wool. So Brother Lee has that really cool frame that looks like like kind of the sticks of a bush, and I covered it in steel wool. And uh, I came out and I was, shh, kids, shh, God, God's going to speak to us today through this bush. And so I light the bush on fire. And uh, if you've ever done steel wool, it looks like it burns up catches on fire but then it doesn't go away so that and so uh, i i that's how i started it off with and then i talked about how god did talk to moses through a burning bush and how in southern california we always have major burning fires but yet no one has ever talked to a burning bush before you know but we believe that it truly did happen and then i talked about how the israelites were led by fire by night and then another object lesson i tied into was that restored lesson and that was god talking to me and he wants that personal relationship but the way i tie that in was can you, can you describe the restored lesson like what that yeah so the restored lesson is when uh so i had a, a, a cup and that cup represented me as a glass cup and what i talked about was that the devil was one time pulling at me at a young age where i saw this shooting and stabbing and i was I'm sorry it's just a shooting and the kid died, and I remember like everyone around me in this neighborhood was either gang affiliated or on drugs or something. It was just we lived in a rough neighborhood at the time, and I remember thinking one day this would be my fate. Like I will be a gangster one day too. And what it really was, even though it only was momentarily, is the devil trying to pull at me. So I broke the glass, and what you do is you put it in oil that, but in that oil that's in a big pitcher, there's another cup in there, and so uh, it's on Apostolic Sunday, Apostolic Sunday School. Um, you could watch this clip uh, how to do this lesson and so that's how I tied that in but, like, but really God was trying yeah. and the still wool lesson is on there also on there too and then at the end I talked about how that Jesus called his disciples physically he walked into a room called them and physically said Andrew, Peter like follow me you know but Jesus has never walked into a room before and physically called us but he has pulled at our hearts before and he has called us and then I, that's when I pulled out the blindfold. And I was like, sometimes there's so many distractions in this world of them telling you, you know, you should go to college and you should do this and that and all these voices that could distract you and get you off course. But when you and so what I did is I put a blindfold on on one of the Sunday school kids and I had him walk around and try to find a basketball and everyone's yelling at him where the basketball is located. And he's so lost. He has no idea where he's going in the classroom. Well, then I stopped him and I explained, but when you have the Holy Ghost, it will lead you and guide you. And so I had this kids again start yelling and screaming uh, where the basketball was, but I grabbed him by the hand and I led him to where he needs to be. Um, and then I talked about how to get that personal relationship, which is follow Acts 238. And I tied it in with that. So it, it was a lot of object lessons tied into one, but I, oh, I was cool. excited. Yeah, so. it's a bunch of ways of teaching the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then... It went right, right back, back into to that same people. spirit of prayer. We, mm-hmm. we started that song again, and it was it was really good. The yeah. kids were praying all over the place, and uh, it, it's it's just incredible that you can have a Sunday or not even a school teacher teach these kids how to pray. I mean, among all the other stuff that they're teaching them, science and math and geography and history and all this stuff, but she's teaching them how to pray. Mm-hmm. Literally where you can say, hey, we need someone to pray right now. And those kids react. Like, they're ready. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we have to bribe you to pray. We have to play music for 10 minutes and then get you to pray. Yeah, they were they were ready to roll the second we, we uh, just started, started the prayer. And so, so good. Anyway, we had a great move of, of uh, the Holy Ghost in there. Uh, we didn't have any kids get the Holy Ghost, but there was a lot of them praying. A lot of them prayed back through. And afterward, the kids, when they finally went out, uh, we were cleaning up. And someone said, hey, that boy that came in, the boy that 
that we hadn't met that morning that had the accident. They said, he's getting baptized. And so me and Julian said, well, I guess we're not going to be recording right now. So we jammed up to the church and got to see him be baptized. That was so exciting. So what a day. What a day. But we are pumped. Hopefully we'll see you guys at this upcoming workshop at the end of April, April 29th and 30th. If you have any more questions, you can email us, info at apostolicsundayschool.com, or just go to socalcommission.com, and you'll see all the information there. But uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. And if you can't make it, we'll post it online. Yeah. Well, Julian, thanks for uh, joining us. And everybody out there, thank you for joining us. Let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover in the future. Email us, info at Apostolic Sunday School. We'll be happy to try to cover it in a very broken way. We don't claim to be experts, but we really do love Sunday School. Yes, we we love children's ministry. So, all right. God bless. We'll see you guys. God bless. Bye.